Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namowski. Welcome to the last of our positional group podcast for Supercoach in 2023. Today, it's a big one. It's the one you need to nail. It's the center wing. So strap yourself in, guys, because, look, I'm going to still do our 40 system like we do, but there's quite a few guys to get through. So we will try and bunch them to get through in a nice time here. But again, this is the this is the position that you want to get right, especially from a draft one. I think from what I've seen the last couple of years in draft, you've got to have center wings that can, you know, have a nice floor, but also win you your rounds. In classic, you know, you've got to balance your your cheapies with your guys. Uh, one way, you know, your reserves are very important. Um, there's not a lot of great cheap options this year, so you're going to have to go a lot of mids. Uh, so that's a lot of the guys we'll talk about today, mids and premiums. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. So we got 32 players on this list. Obviously, you've got to pick four center wings uh, to start with in both, depending on how your league is set up. So let's get right into it. This group I've named great team, young player on the up. So I've got players 32 to 24 here. Isaac Tungo. Sifa Talakai, Ewan Aiken, Peter Hiku, Xavier Coates, Justin Olam, Tyrell Up, uh, Taylor May, Dominic Young, Jacob Kuras. So with these guys, they've all got their their flaws, I think, you know, def- whether it's defensively, whether it's their hands, whether it's just the involvement in their team. But what they all have in common is either they play in a great team, look at the guy like Tungo. Talakai, Coates, Ola, May, or young guys that can take that next leap in terms of Kiraz and Young. Guys like Hiku and Aiken, you know what you're going to get. Those guys are in the Cowboys, the Dolphins, but they're just guys that can, you know, average a 40, no doubt about it, and then all of a sudden crack you a 90 and win you a week, bumps you up an extra 500 classic ranking. So that first group is all your guys that you're looking at as probably your fourth center wing, um, maybe even a third at a pinch. But those are the guys you would like to have. And that's how I kind of group these these four. Fourth center wing, third center wing, two center wing, one center wing. So that's the four. Not too much to speak of there. I think out of that group, the guys that I would really want, would I think, is Dom Young. I think he's in for a really big year from a try-scoring perspective. I think Xavier Coates, just because of the upside being in that Melbourne system. And then obviously Isaac Tungo being in that Panthers system. And when we speak in our Panthers pod, I think there's a way that he was deployed last year that will definitely change this year and could up his super coach output. So I just want to want to keep mindful of there. Let's go to the third center wing, because this is from players 23 to 17. And I think these are guys that traditionally have always been first and second, but I think there's a chance that they may slide this year because of the talent going up. So from 23 to 17, Ken Mamalo, Stephen Crichton, Bradman Best, Zach Lomax, Herbie Farnworth, Katoni Staggs, Micah Sivo. So Ken Mamalo, I think, is going to be very, very much improved in this Tigers team. We haven't mentioned his teammate, which is a bit further up the list, but I think Ken is in for a big year. Stephen Crichton, he's in that Panthers team, the backup goal kicker, one of those guys, especially off the World Cup, I think he's in for a very, very good year. Bradman Best, I'm just high on this year. I think that if he can stay healthy, it's a big if. This may be the breakout year. 
I'm I'm prepared to. I think he's going to go desperately low in draft leagues. I think he, there is players who do not want to touch Bradman Best. I will happily take that bullet. And I think that you know the price isn't outstanding to start with, but in classic, but he's just one of those guys that you know if you wait on and you know it's an even couple of weeks and you see him staying on the park, you can jump on and make some cash. Zach Lomax, you know, we've always rated the goal kicking, but I just think this Dragons team is in for a world of hurt this year. So I think you just have to drop him because, you know, he might even play fullback this year. I don't know what that Dragons team is going to do as we get through the season if they do struggle. Herbie Farnworth and Gatoni Staggs are bunched together because in that Broncos system, can they stay on the park and how are they going to be deployed? I think that... To me, it looks like they might go a little bit through the ruck this year. I think they've got such a good forward pack, and they've got Ezra Mim who can kind of come through with Reese Rolls through the middle. So I do think there might be a chance they go through the middle more than out wide. But I think Herbie Farnworth and Tony Staggs, if they do drop in a league, especially Farnworth, I think if you can get him very late, it's a nice pick to have. And then Mike Acevo at 17. I just think that Parramatta, we've got to see how that forward pack, having that no forward pack loss affects them. Uh, you know, Pabali'i, Niakore, Kafusi are three guys in your rotation that you've lost with potentially your best one, Pabali'i gone. So what does that do? Can Sivo still get that early ball and finish out wide? Because it was a bit of a down year for him, I think, but there is a chance that he could bounce back. Again, these are guys that had traditionally been in that up tier in the second tier, but I just think that this next group of guys, which is tier two, center wing twos, I think just is in a league this year where it's very, very deep from 16 to 10. You've got Daniel Tupo, Selwan Cobo, Mari Tuolangi, Jesse Ramian, Ronaldo Molotalo, Joseph Suoli'i, Ruben Garrick. So straight away there, there's a couple of guys that you see here in terms of Molotalo and Garrick that you would expect in the first tier. But I think there's a couple of guys that have now reached that first tier and have bumped these guys down. So let's go through them quickly. So Daniel Tupo, He's in that Rooster system. He's the giraffe. He's up there going to catch those bombs, come down with those tries. The hands do concern me, but again, his job security is very, very safe. He's going to get the job done. So on cover on the other side of the scale, breaking in the league. If he can stay fit, he's had a couple of knocks, but if he can stay fit, we can see what he does. He's just a noted try scorer. Had a lot of fun on him in draft last year, in classic as well. He's someone who I'm very, very high on, I think. There was a lot of ball going to Corey Oates, who I've faded a little bit this year. I think that was a bit of an aberration. Uh, I think it's actually going to be all down Selwyn's way this year. So I'm very high on Selwyn Cobo as a second centre wing in your uh, team this year. Murray Tuolungi in that Cowboys team. I just think that he's going to score points for the fun of it, score a lot of tries. And again, in that Cowboys flat track up there at Townsville, he played for Australia as well, played really well. So... Again, he's just going to be coming in with confidence. The two Shark boys are next, Raymond and Mulatalo. Had great years last year. I'm going to see a slight downturn for Mulatalo, only slight. I think Raymond will hold his own. That team, through Nico Hines feeding them. I really hope that it's Dykes that makes that fullback spot his own throughout the season because I think he will actually get more out of Mulatalo and Raymond versus Will Kennedy. But we will see there because I do think that um, those two guys are in for bumper years. Joseph Suwali'i. Desperately wanted to put him in that top tier. I think this is the last year you'll see him not as one of the premier options in this in this uh, position group. I just think the world of him, you know, what he did at the World Cup. You look at just the way he played in that first game where they got belted by some uh, by England. 
burst all the way through the final. He was a different player by the end of that World Cup. He's coming on leaps and bounds, and I just think that this is the year where he really does solidify himself. And then you've got Ruben Garrick at 10. Ruben Garrick, I just think, similar to Lomax, I think Manly may struggle quite a bit this year. I think injuries, if they do strike, will take this team down a notch. And even with the goal kicking, you know, he could go in place a bit of fullback if Turbo is out again. That will obviously bump him up probably into the first tier. But I'm going to bet on a couple of guys above him um, to be in that top tier. So there we go. That's that's your tiers uh, four, three, and two. So, you know, that's filling out your center wing, getting the players that you need to get in that you think can make a difference. But then this top tier, which is the top nine guys, one to nine, I think these are the guys that will be the first ones drafted or should be the first ones drafted, whether it's they're literally the best in their position, like the top four guys, five guys are. And then these bottom four guys in this uh, tier is, you know, they're in a team this year that, has great attacking options, I think will become their lead playmaker throughout the year. So number nine, Nick Meany. I think he's unquestionably going to be in that team. Uh, if Brian Pappenhausen starts as a year slow or he's not even back yet, whether he's fullback or 5'8", he'll go on the wing and finish a lot of tries throughout the season. I'm just seeing Nick Meany's in for a bumper year. The handcuff, he can goal kick as well at a pinch. I, I think the world of him, if you've heard the podcast about the scouting and efficiency and how Nick Meany got to the storm. He'll show you again why this year he's a great player. Campbell Graham at number eight, uh, Mr. Reliable in the centers, Mr. Base. You know, I think a lot of people jumped on him at the wrong time last year. He had a couple of great years, a couple of great games, and then got that knock that kept him out, that fractured cheekbone that kept him out for a long time. So again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him this year, but I just think that in any year while he's playing, he's just a top eight option. He's just he's young, he's big, and you get across the line. Great defensively, so won't lose points there. Just a really, really good player. Sione Katoa, number seven. So he I've got him as the top shark option. I think he was coming on leaps and bounds by the end of the year before he got injured. And I just think that similar to Ronaldo, he can score from anywhere. But I just think that he's in for a really, really big year. I think that this is the the prime Katoa year that we're going to look back on and go, 2023 was the year that Sinioni Katoa, you know, 23 tries and just lit the league on fire. So I really do think he's in for a big year. Number six, my bounce back man of the year, David Norfoluma, to come back into this top tier of the center wings. I think this Tigers team will be improved. I think that loan deal to the Storm really did a good job for him. I think having Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall, they're going to have to make it work. And I just think that, you know, the base will be back. I think the floor of a 45-50, I think there were a lot of hit-ups. The full pack will roll forward. He'll score those tries that he was not getting the last two years. This is a big day for North Luma year. I am all over him, you know, from round six, seven, eight. You know, I'm very happy to take him in a draft league. Uh, in Classic, I want to start with him. Um, I just think he's in for a bumper year this year. The next two guys, the try scorers, Adokar at four, Alex Johnson at five. I think these guys are just going to be guys that can really, you know, score the 25 tries to get over the line this year. I think Adokar's in for a big year. That Bulldogs team continues to improve. I think they're one year away from being absolute world beaters. Uh, and then obviously Alex Johnson is going to be someone who is always there, always about in the try scoring ranks there. Number three, I've got Joey Manu. We saw what he did last year. He's going to be an absolute weapon this year. He's not 
the jewel, so he's only going to be centers. You can't flip him around if you need to at a pinch, but he's going to demand the ball this year. There's going to be no more Joey Manu waiting for the ball and getting a 30. I think those days are past him. The floor is a 50 now. He'll tackle break, he'll offload, he'll look for the ball, he'll score tries, he'll assist. I'm just, yeah, he's definitely turned into now a no-question number three option. Brian To'o, number two, in that Panthers team, he's going to score a bunch of tries. He's at a very, very fair price. He'll be one of the most picked players this year. I think you can definitely run with a couple of gun options because he is obviously um, rated where he is. But yeah, he's just going to be finishing a boatload of tries and he'll be in that tackle-breaking, meter-eating tackle form that he is. Number one, Val Holmes. I think he's now catapulted himself into the option of first-round draft pick. I think he's going to score a bunch of tries, set up a bunch of tries for Tuolungi, kick a lot of goals. Uh, he floats around the park now, similar to Joey Manu, the way they deploy him. I'm just all about it. He's come back from his stint trying to make the NFL and a couple of times out of the game from the Sharks. You know, where do you play him? You're playing him, you know, fullback on the wing, center. I think center is his position. And he's got the speed to burn any center in the comp. He can then come inside He's big enough to bump around the middle if he needs to take an inside ball or carry across the park. And he's one of the best goalkeepers in the comp. Um, a definite captain option. That's the reason why you can play him and pick him in the first round of a draft league now. I think that that floor is low enough and that ceiling is ridiculously high enough. Um, yeah. Val Holmes, it's a premium price. Similar to, similar to I see him the same as Isaiah Papali in the second row. You have to pay a premium but he's not going to drop in price. That's his price. If you want to get the output and the chance to captain him and all those things, you got to do it. And that's it, guys. That is the last of the positional previews. So from what we've seen, there's options in all of them. I think for me, center, second row, in the halves, fullback, I think it's where you got to do your damage and spend the most of your cap. I think front row and hooker is where you're probably going to have to try and you know, get bang for your buck to save some save some dollars because I think in the rest of them, you're going to have to go big this year because there's just so many guys that can, you know, put a good score on. You know, you look at your Teddy, look at if you just look at the guys who I've ranked as the number one in every position Teddy, Valentine, Munster, Cleary, IPAP, Tarpany, Grant. Like most people want to try and get all those guys in and they're all premium price guys. So how you do it, how you set up your team, how others set up their teams. I think there's going to be, I think last year there was a lot of teams that were around the same setup. Um, and that's why, you know, if you had a good week, a lot of people had good weeks, so you had a bad week, everyone had bad weeks. I think this year there's going to be a lot more different options of how to try and attack your team. And, you know, if you try and pot up early on or, you know, try and save money in different places where others haven't, it will be the difference of you, you know, starting in the top 1,000 or being 50,000 and chasing. So fascinating to see. But next, guys, we've got our team preview. So we go from the Supercoach positions straight into a Supercoach team outlook. So talking a bit of NRL, but mainly Supercoach of who to look for, who are the stars, who to avoid, and talking through their starting 17 and reserves and what are the key storylines to look out for. So we are raring through the offseason now. Positionals done. Get into the teams 
And then we're on that march all the way through to round one and to the first TLT. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.